Hey, what's up, guys? It's your favorite dead duo. And today's rewind is not dead, or is it? Today, we are diving into another paranormal case because today we're talking about the Dybbuk box. The Dybbuk box is said to be the most haunted object in the world, and its home is one of the coolest places ever Zach Bagan's Museum. Another one from Zach. I, I know. There, but. Could be the Warrens. It could be the Warrens, but either way, it's so good. They're all so good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> the Dybbuk box is a wine box that was originally owned by a Holocaust survivor who escaped from Poland to Spain and then bought the box before leaving for America. I think this is going to be a very interesting episode, especially since you and I, we didn't really know a lot about the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd seen it in Ghost Adventures and heard about it um, from other people and from other shows we watch, but this is the first time we've really dived into it, so... This should be a really good one. We'll be right back, guys. Okay, guys, we're back. Let's get into this episode. I think we need to start off defining what a Dybbuk is. According to Jewish mythology, a Dybbuk is a restless, malicious spirit with the ability to haunt and even possess the living. It is believed to be attached to a part of a deceased person's soul and helps them with unfinished business, not resting until they have completed its goal. That's spooky. Like, something, uh, some supernatural being can attach itself to a deceased person's soul. Yeah, it's... And then help them with their unfinished business. That's pretty insane. Why didn't they do that in American Horror Story? (laughs) Be a very interesting season. That would be an... American Horror Story. Dibbic. Dibbic. <laughs> that would be amazing. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We've, we do need to also discuss the history of the Dibbic box and how it ended up in Zach Bagan's museum. Yeah. Like I said before, the Dibbic box is a wine box that was originally owned by a Holocaust survivor after they escaped from Poland to Spain. They bought the box before leaving for America, and not much is documented about the box until 2001 when Kevin Manis bought the box at an estate sale. Manus bought it and started noticing some strange things happening, so he tried to return the box back to the family, but they did not want it, <laughs> claiming there was a Dybbuk living inside of it. After some strange occurrences, like I said, and we'll talk about later, the box ended up in Jason Haxton's hands because he bought it off of eBay. Yeah. <laughs> he kept the box in this special military compartment box thing underground, after he started experiencing some strange occurrences himself, himself, including some health problems. Yeah. Well, this is why you don't buy anything off of eBay. Right. eBay's kind of sketchy. They're sketchy. <laughs> they placed the demon in the box. <laughs> it's eBay's fault. <laughs> when Haxton bought the box, he said there were two 1920s pennies, a lock of blonde hair bound with a cord, and a lock of brown hair bound with a cord, a small statue engraved with the Hebrew word shalom, a small wine goblet, a dried rosebud, and a single candle holder with four octopus-shaped legs. <laughs> what? Haxton worked with several rabbis. Rabbis? I'm not Hebrew. I don't speak Hebrew. I'm going to go it's... rabbis. That sounds... What is it? Rabbis are Jewish, dude. Oh, my God. Don't worry about it. Oh, Lord. Several rabbis to seal the box, which was done successfully. He eventually donated the box to Zach Biggins, where it now sits in his museum. Very strange history. Yeah. 
like, we don't really know where it came from before the Holocaust survivor bought it. But Mm. the fact that it was from, like, the 1940s, from what we know, and is still around terrorizing people, (laughs) is pretty crazy. Well, I'm assuming that it was just a normal wine cabinet before. Right, I want to know how, like, a Dybbuk pot something like that. Yeah. It's very interesting. I do love the paranormal. I know, they do them. I, I know. They can do them and I'll do me. And it's all I good. I thought you said rabbis. I can't. <laughs> it's rabbis. We even went over this earlier. I feel awful now. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to now talk about the strange occurrences with the box. Yes. And what happened to all these different people after they obtained the box. It's very interesting. Yeah. The different things that happened. Yeah. Well, first, let's talk about Kevin Manis. Manis gave his mother the box for her birthday. Mm-hmm. But that same day, she suffered a stroke. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, That's... just after obtaining the box, she was like, stroke. Stroke. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Man. See, to me, that that's like, it at first just looks like a coincidence. Yeah. Like, after she's gotten this box. Yeah, but I don't know. It could be a coincidence. But that's strange. That's strange. Like, the same day she got this box, uh-huh. she stroked out. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. That just sounds awful. She stroked out, man. Well, that's just... It's weird. I gave, this, I gave my mom this box, and she, she just started stroking out, dude. I don't it's, know what was going it's on. It's weird. Like, what the heck? Also, Jason Haxton experienced some weird health problems, such as hives and coughing up blood, and he had welts that would cover his body. He even said in an interview with, um, <clears throat> sorry, that was disgusting, with my San Antonio, which mm. it's obviously not from here, but <laughs> he said, the day it arrived, I put my hands on it and it almost feels like the thing collapsed into a liquid state. Ooh, crazy. That's weird. Obviously it didn't, but like when you just, yeah, that's strange. He also said, I feel like a knife is coming into my gut. And I'm paralyzed with pain. When I go to bed, I have terrible dreams of a hag that seems to come with the box. Oh, that's nice. That's just, just beautiful. That's just, what I want to deal with. Just beautiful, like a hag. People are so mean. This is why they call them a hag. A hag, right? If you could chose a better name, maybe, you, maybe she wouldn't be around. Creepy woman? No. Um, just like a. A hag. Just a hag. Like why? Like rude. <laughs> She's a hag. He also said when he began experiencing what he called a tidal wave of bad luck in general when he obtained this box. He he got this box and became very ill. He didn't know what happened. He still doesn't know what happened when he had this box. Ooh. Yeah, it's Shoot. very strange. He even talked to some rabbis, <laughs> not rabbis. <laughs> and he followed their advice, placing the wine cabinet in a gold-lined wooden container to negate whatever spirit was haunting it. So kind of like the Annabelle box, uh-huh. but this is for the Dybbuk box. This is just a straight-up military box. <laughs> it's very... Th- that was... That... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of strange... <laughs> lots of strange occurrences for him. Mostly health problems, but he said like he felt he was getting a knife to the gut. Yeah. And he fell very ill multiple times. Very yeah. interesting. 
Okay, so when Zach Bagans bought the box, they did a stream in 2018 with the box, you know. The Halloween stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He claimed he was going to open the box, and then he knew he probably wasn't going to open the box. Chicken. <laughs> would you open that box? No, I would not <laughs> open that box. <laughs> okay, but what I always forget is that Zach Bagans is best friends with Post Malone. What a strange combo. Pre-Malone. Pre-Malone. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Taylor Slow. <laughs> so, Post Malone was the one who stood closest to the box in the 2018 stream. Uh-huh. And he was there during the quarantine stream. What? Yeah. He was only there for that bit. No. Yes? Not for the quarantine, it was just the four of them. I thought he was there. I no. thought he was there. No, don't swear. I'm not swearing. I promise you, he was not there. Okay. Anyways, he was there during the most important yes. stream. Yes. He believes he had been cursed by the Dybbuk box. Cursed. Yes. That's an interesting word to use. Yeah. Yeah. Not like affected. <clears throat> yeah. Possessed. No, cursed. Cursed. Okay. He, it, after experiencing standing next to the Dybbuk box, he went, had a string of bad luck. He had a car crash. He crashed his brand new Rolls Royce. That's what he gets for buying a brand new Rolls Royce. <laughs> he had a plane accident. Okay, no, I don't wish that upon anybody. His tires blew out and they almost like went flying straight forward. Oh my yeah. goodness. And um, his house was robbed. <laughs> what? Yeah. Now Malone was planning is planning to make things right with this Divi box and visit Bagan's Haunted Museum again and touch it. He believes that touching it will get rid of the- Right, that's what's gonna happen. He's just gonna give it back. Yeah. Here, here, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Box. Take, Take it sorry. back. Take it back. I didn't mean to. Maybe if we ever go, he'll be there when we go. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge Post Malone fan, but like- Yeah. That'd still be cool. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I would take pictures of him. I don't know if I'd go that far. I would take a picture. And just be like, whoa, no, it's Post Malone. I'd just take a picture and be like, yo, I got a picture with Post Malone. Like, and I'd be like, yo, it's Post Malone. And just start recording him in the corner. Yo, that's Post like, Malone. And he's like touching the box. It's like a really creepy scene out of some weird movie. Yeah. The only way to actually get rid of this is to find rape. Rabi? How'd you say it? Rabbis? Rabbi? A rabbi? Rabbis. See, that's what I said the first time. No, you I? said rabbis. Oh. <laughs> rabbis. Oh, um, See, didn't I, you take a Holocaust class and learn about Jewish culture? We didn't learn about rabbis. You didn't learn about Jewish culture at all during the Holocaust? No. We learned about Aryan culture, basically. <laughs> that's so dumb! <laughs> you only learned about one side of the Holocaust. Right. That's dumb. Anyways, rabbis. And a proper exorcism needs to be done to him. (laughs) An exorcism? (laughs) This just took a really dark turn. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Post Malone. So that's what happened to Post. Posty. Posty Malone. What's his name? What's his actual name? (laughs) Post Malone. Post Malone. If it's Post, I'm going to be in. No, it's not Post Malone. It's... Austin Richard Post. (laughs) His last name is Post? Yeah. No. So he's Post. Where did the Malone come from? Maybe it's his mom's maiden name or something like that. Post Alone. Post Post Alone. (laughs) Okay, guys. 
When we come back, we're going to talk about the differences between a Dybbuk and a Demon. Because there is a difference. Ashton's very excited about that, apparently, over there. There is a difference. Found it on Reddit. <laughs> oh, good. Trish. No, it was, it was the official Ghost Adventures Reddit, so... Okay. As well as what happened when Zach Bagans opened the Dybbuk box on his show Ghost Adventures. Yes. We'll be right back, guys. Okay, guys. And we're back. We really just needed a drink of water. <laughs> Ashton is going to tell us what the difference between a Dybbuk is mm-hmm. and what a demon is. Because apparently there's a difference. Yes. Okay, hold on. Let me find the website. Okay. You're supposed to have... It's right here. It's right yourself. here. Okay, go ahead. It's right here. Okay, so this is from the Jewish Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> so you pull up a Jewish website. Oh no, I lost the website. And yet you don't know how to pronounce rabbi. Dude, I'm sorry. And you shut me. Do you have it pulled back up yet? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Dybbuk and a demon. What's the difference? Okay, so, well, first, back in the 1600s, before modern medicine, then, yeah, well, obviously. It was believed that You're mental... You're me they didn't have the COVID vaccine back then? <laughs> right? <laughs> tell me Pfizer didn't exist back then? Oh, man. Must have struggled. <laughs> okay, go again. The Jewish people believed that all mental illnesses were caused by demonic... Dem- wow, you are struggling. <laughs> demonic. Demonic mm-hmm. spirits... <laughs> oh my goodness gracious demonic spirits taking control of the afflicted person's body mm. they were obviously called dibics D- oh yes really I'm, okay can you get off your phone please I'm trying to tell something sorry 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 go ahead i'm just checking up on life okay they're believe they believe that dibics came from the deepest pits of hell oh. the domain of evil wow like cannot, farther than demons? Yeah. Oh, man. They could not be cured until they were exercised or sent back to where they had came come from. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, no. Hmm. There's some really hard Hebrew words. <laughs> well, the, don't, don't hurt yourself too much. Okay. Well, the difference between a divic and a demon is, is a divic is a actual human, was an actual human spirit. Okay. That had sinned. Or rebelled. Oh. And they were, they rebelled so, so badly or like so many times that they were actually strong enough to take on the form of a demon. Oh my goodness. And, they were actually, and this is Jewish mythology, correct? Of some yes. sort? Okay. And they actually believed, they were actually, like they would could attach themselves to the demon instead of the demon attaching themselves to them. So they're stronger than a demon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Basically, they're basically Satan's child. Okay. Like if if you know somebody, not know somebody, but if you've seen a dibic and you know what a dibic is, if you're Jewish or you're part of the Hebrew community, then you'll know that that person was basically Very Satan's bad. child. Yeah. I wonder what they think of what the Jewish people think of Ted Bundy then. He's saying himself. <laughs> do they think? I wonder if they think he's a dibic. That'd be interesting. I mean, amongst the others, maybe he is a dibic. <laughs> you never know. Oh, Ted Bundy. Okay. So, a demon. Yes. Well, 
the scrolls of the Torah are in every synagogue, mm-hmm. and they are read off every service. Mm-hmm. And it's basically they have to tell you every time they have to give you instructions on how to deal with the divic. Every single time. Yeah, and basically it's that. It's that deep, bro. It's that deep. Wow. Yes. So a dibic is a spirit that can attach themselves to a demon, and the demon is obviously a spirit, uh, not a spirit. A dibic so was was at one point a human, while a, a demon was yes. not. Yes. Okay. A dibic can do everything a demon can do, but by taking but the, better. <laughs> yes, by taking the form of a demon. So a dibic. Okay, so a dibic is. This is Jewish mythology. I'm reading off the Jewish chronicles. I feel like this has got to be. Uh, no, it's. it's <laughs> Yes, 100% accurate. So a dibic is before... It's not a dibic until it attaches itself to a demon. So a dibic... So a dibic is a normal ghost. That was once a human. That was once a human. That attaches itself to a demon. That attaches itself to a demon, and then it becomes a dibic. (laughs) A demon... (laughs) Sorry, fly. (laughs) A demon is just an inhuman spirit, correct? An evil... A demon is something... Is an inhuman spirit that rebelled against God. But it was never... Yes, it was never living. Okay. Yeah. So, a dibic is a demon on crack. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Alright, woo! Glad we settled that one. Yeah. That's very interesting. I didn't know there was a difference. Yeah. I just thought maybe it was just a difference in um, religion and culture. No. You can call it different things, but it, it is a different... It's a whole different thing. I also didn't know Dibbics were at one time human. Yeah. Because I, I think every time we think of ghosts, we never think of mm-hmm. them being as a human, but obviously mm-hmm. most spirits are. Yeah. A lot of people call Dibbics because they, they easily, a lot of their goals are killing people and bringing them back to hell with them. Ugh. So they're called. What did we do to these people? <laughs> Dibbics are the real life Grim Reapers, is what they call them. Oh man, they then why don't they? You know that hot sauce, our Reaper hot sauce. It should be the Dibic hot sauce. The Dibic sauce. <laughs> oh, that would be so hot. Yeah. Also, do you guys want to know how to deal with a Dibic? Oh yes, yes. Please tell us. These very yeah. Okay. So how would you deal with a Dibic? Okay. So this is from the Safad Kabbalist Hiam Vital. I hope I said that. Right. I think it's Vital, but okay. Vital. Vital. Yes, but close enough. You yes. did a good job. Nice this try. Is recorded, this is recorded instructions from a synagogue service. Oh, oh alright. Here we go. To expel a divic. Okay. It is imperative that the exorcist, so the person doing the exorcist, must remain strong-hearted in the person... Do- <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel so heroic. <laughs> like, what if you just pose... I've come to... to exercise. I've come to exterminate the divic. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't... Why aren't, like, exorcists, like, called demon exterminators? I think that's way cooler. Here's my badge. I'm an official demon Demon exterminator. exterminator. (laughs) Okay. And it is also imperative that the preaching possessed must display no fear. So, strong-hearted exorcist, fearless, possessed person. (laughs) Okay. That's the, like, so, you must display no fear at all times. So, a divot can easily kill you if you give it fear. Oh my goodness. Now, do they... Wait, do... is Pennywise a divot? No, because Pennywise is otherworldly. Oh. Like, 
an to alien. Display no fear. He, he was at one point. He wasn't ever human. Okay. Nice theory to that. I mean, very interesting. Debunked though. <laughs> Oh, this is so nasty. Oh, okay. <laughs> the dick is ordered to leave the body only between the big toe and its nail. <laughs> what? <laughs> Any other exit route might cause permanent damage to the possessed person. Oh, right, because leaving between the big toe and the nail is not actually going to cause any damage. Ow! Ah, it's coming out of my armpit! Help! <laughs> what? Now, do you know if a... Like with demons, in order to fully possess mm-hmm. a person, they break them down. Mm-hmm. As I can't even think of the three stages oh. of possession me... that the Warrens say. What is it? There's three stages. There's there's something. Possession. There's something. In, there's infestation, possession, and there's one more. I got it. I can picture. I can even see the scene in The Conjuring. Oh. Oh, infestation? No. Hold on, this is on Twitter. This is the official conjuring on Twitter. Oh, thank you, Twitter conjuring. Infestation, oppression, possession. Oppression. Infestation, oppression, possession is the stages of demonic possession, correct? Yes. So they break down their... They break down... The body or the object they're going to be going into. Now, does a Dybbuk do that, or do they just be like, yo, yo, yo? No, a Dybbuk does... Remember, a Dybbuk does the same thing a demon does. But on crack. Yes, once it takes... Okay. Place of the demon. Okay. All right. Yes. So the divic actually instructs the demon what to do. Man, you are divics are bossy. <laughs> right? You are gonna spook this kid. That's... Wow. All right. All right. Infestation, oppression, possession. Yes. All up in here. Okay. So that's the difference between a divic and a demon. Demon. Must be unsolved. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about BuzzFeed Unsolved in one of our episodes. Mm-hmm. They have a few. They have a few good ones. This alley house. Oh. <gasps> Next, we're going to talk about what happened after or when Zach Bagans opened the Divic box. Open box. <clears throat> All right. So, this is coming from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Right, pretty nice. You know. So, in the at like Ashton was talking about. Um, he had a four-hour live Halloween broadcast from the Bagans Haunted Museum in 2018, where he said he was going to open the wine cabinet or the Dybbuk box, which we all know has been called the world's most haunted object. Before the event, Bagans said he wasn't sure if he was going to open it, but that was his original plan. Yeah. Because, obviously, why would you want to touch that? Um, In the end, he didn't. And a lot of people let him hear about it on social media. They were like, dude, come on. You go open that box. Open the box. You go open that box. Right. He said he believed that the Dybbuk was causing his production to fall apart during that like moment of the live stream. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons he kept it closed that night. Three year, or Two years later, 2020, we have the quarantine specials on Ghost Adventures where... Zach Bagans goes around his museum and focuses on different parts and does his thing. He do One him. of these being the Divic box. He knew he was going to... He said the Divic box knew that he was going to be opening it. Yes. 
which is strange. That's weird. So he wanted to see if there's going to be any kind of things going on before that, so that's why they stayed for so long. That was one of the reasons. Also, he removed the glass case surrounding it and set up the cameras around it to make sure everything was going to be okay before he opened it. On those cameras, he captured footage of mist manifesting out of it. <laughs> That's something out of a horror movie. What? <laughs> yeah, okay. Zach Bagan said, I wasn't attacked. I wasn't harmed. I just felt something. I felt the power of it. To me, it felt good. That's what he said of his encounter with the box. Is he feeling okay? Is he doing good? He believes that it d- didn't affect him as bad as it has affected others around it because it knows that Zach's the owner. Oh, shit. But, like, that's ever stopped this box before. Right? Like, it's never <laughs> stopped a dipping before, dude. Weeks later, after the recording of the quarantine episode, he struggled to put his experience into words. So something obviously must have happened. He said, it was a rush. I just felt a warmth through my body. I don't know if it felt like I was crossing over or something. It was an influence that it had on me. It was a feeling kind of like I felt in the demon house, which was the home in Gary, Indiana, that was the subject of his 2018 documentary. What? He has a documentary? Like, the show? We gotta figure that out. No, you do that. He said, scary and terrifying, but there's a sense of awkward enjoyment out of it. I guess it's hard to explain. I'm a weird guy. Oh, he does, dude. Yes, you are a weird guy, Zach Bagans. But what a weird thing to, like, what? He does? It's the demon. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even realize that was his. What? The Demon House trailer. I didn't realize that was his show. We'll watch that later. Um. Yeah. But what an interesting experience for him almost to say he felt power coming from it and like he f- almost stop I'm sorry <laughs> just just very strange nothing bad he said Mm-mm. like obviously people have experience with the box whether they own it or whether they're in his museum Divic box very scary well again like Zach they know Zach's the owner and stuff like it's the same thing with the demon if you know what the Divic is mm-hmm. and again you show no fear then you have power over power it. over it it's like a demon yeah you have power over a demon if you know their name yeah conjuring <laughs> yeah but yeah it's something maybe it's similar with I mean it's obviously similar with the Divic yeah a Divic and the demon on crack <laughs> can we make that on a shirt Divic. Divic. And then it's like... On the back. It's... Demon on crack. It's like a definition. So it says Divic, and then it says Demon on crack. <laughs> that would be so cool. Nobody else would understand. Yo, a lot of people probably don't know what Divic is. Probably not. We're weird, so... Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about how many actual Divic boxes there are? Because this is obviously just a wine cabinet. Yeah. Like, it's not... A yeah. box specifically made for a Dybbuk. Mm-hmm. A Dybbuk possessed the box. Yes, so I will. So obviously you don't need just a, you don't need a wine box to have a Dybbuk box. You can just... Exactly. So there's actually only been 10 recorded boxes that house a Dybbuk. That's too many. <laughs> Zach Bagan's owning two of them. What? He really he recently bought a smaller one. 
Did you hear that? I heard that. That's all right. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so he owns two of them. The other eight are unknown where they are at, who their owner is. I don't want to know. Could you imagine just like checking the river and all of a sudden you see a box just floating down the river? <laughs> that would be so scary. Why does he own two of them? I don't know. Why? He's, he's like that. He just built like Did that. Did the Warrens own one? I don't know. You know what? Let me look this up. Obviously, well, probably not since they don't know where the other eight are. But, yeah. like, I would not put it past them. No. <laughs> no. They own some wacky stuff. <laughs> no, they don't. They do not own a Dybbuk box. No. Of all things, they don't own a Dybbuk box. Whoa. Dybbuk box is too scary. We can't be owning oh that Oh, my Dybbuk gosh. Box. I'm actually kind of disappointed in them now. <laughs> Beyond the grave, I, can, I know they can... Um, understand my disappointment it's all right yeah obviously do you wonder i wonder if they're still fighting demons what if they're like the gatekeepers so like every time a demon tries to come up to heaven they're like no no back back <laughs> i don't know that would be very interesting no i would love to know if the wards are fighting demons still yeah but they do not yeah but i wonder how many actual divvy boxes are because there's only 10 recorded right obviously there could be more yeah and, like, so to be recorded, you have to know who the owner is at one point, and maybe they just passed it on and they don't know what happened to it anymore. Oh. Yeah. So, obviously, it hasn't been documented after yeah. a certain time. Yeah. Huh. A Dybbuk box must contain... So, Jewish people, like a lot of cultures, especially ancient Egypt, they would put stuff, put special belongings into the person's tomb, mm-hmm. and they have to actually have stuff that was in their tomb in order to be considered an actual divic box for that human to actually be and that's how they know that's how they can actually tell sometimes who a spirit could be well it's even like in the wine cabinet yeah. when um jason haxton opened it mm-hmm. he found all that stuff in there which is kind of like what you're talking about with yeah. the stuff in the yeah you tombs. gotta have something from the person that's so weird yeah like the hair yeah, that's, that's weird. just weird. That's how so old is, strange. First of all, how old is that hair? <laughs> Ew, it's probably like because the pennies were from 1920. Touch the hair starts crunching. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but like the pennies are from 19 the 1920s, whether they were put in there in the 1920s or not. Yeah. yeah. That's just now that now all the weird objects in the Dybbuk box make sense after you've. Yeah, they have to be, they have to come from a person. A, per, a dead person, that's, it has to come from that tomb. From a dead person? Yeah. Right, because it's like, the it's a deceased spirit. Yeah, it's a deceased That helps spirit. other deceased spirits. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, all the recorded Dybbuk boxes, all ten of them have been recorded, have come from after the Holocaust. So that's, that's really strange because malevolent though because they want revenge. You know? Exactly. They want... That's what's weird. Like because obviously Dybbuk's come from Jewish culture mm-hmm. and nothing really happened until yeah. the Holocaust. That's just So like in the Holocaust because well I learned this in class is that they would actually when they got rid of the bodies they would actually put some of their belongings with them. Oh, how nice of them. Right? Very sweet of them. <laughs> Super nice people, honestly. Stupid Nazis. 
No, but still, like, that could be stuff that was in the box, too. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. I guess that never clicked until you just said that. Yeah, you don't realize you... Because I hate to say this, and it's going to sound very stereotypical, but I'm going to say it anyway because I am that person. Okay. I We did learn this when we did actually go through our what, two days of Jewish culture that they are <laughs> very forgiving people. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to realize that they're so malevolent after something. Yeah. Especially if it, a divot comes from Jewish culture and they're so forgiving. It's really... That is very interesting. Interesting to understand. Huh. How malevolent they can actually be when they die. Right, but obviously it's attached itself to a demon too, so that yeah, but you, helps. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. hmm. That's 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 my only that's my only. That's all I can say to that. Hmm. Hmm. Very many, a lot of interesting things we just learned there. Light bulbs, bunch of them just went off. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take another quick break, real quick, and when we come back, Ashton is going to talk about if Jason Haxton is what they call a paranormal grifter Mm -hmm. which he'll talk about and then we'll just give our thoughts in general because this has been gone down very deep 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 rabbit hole that I did not plan on very quick episode well I don't know you never know how long it's gonna be sometimes that's true (laughs) I could say that we were like 30 minutes in another 30 minutes we're talking still I know Okay, guys, we will be right back. Okay, everyone, we are back. We are back. Bum, ba, dum, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. It just reminded me of the uh, we are farmers. Oh, that was an interesting. He. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, Ashton, you're going to talk about. If Jason Haxton is what we call a paranormal grifter. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So a paranormal grifter is somebody that gives a supposedly haunted object to somebody for a high price or something that they want. Mm-hmm. And it's fake. So you're saying like he, he's giving it to Zach Bagans. Yeah. So there are people... But it's fake. A lot of people are saying that the big box is fake. Okay. Explain. Because like... No, that would just seem strange to me because no one, it was only um, Haxton who opened the box before. Right. But that didn't mean anything. A lot of people are calling it a coincidence that um, Manus, his mom died, had a stroke the same day he gave the box. So they're saying most of it is coincidental. Yes. And he sold it for a high price, so people are saying like he wanted something, a high price for something that's... That seems too high for them. Hmm. It's basically what it sounds like. They gift, he gifted it to Zach Bagans and it was fake. That's just weird to me. Like, why? I don't understand why you would give somebody a fake box. Yeah. Just to be famous. But, like, yeah. no one barely knows who he is. Right. Like, what, what would be the point in giving someone a fake but then again, he made a lot of money from it, so. Um, like here, some of these people were talking are talking about um, the Dibbix and the history with Dibbix. Um, 
So there, these people are saying, are there photos of the eight boxes that are accounted for? Which is not. There's there's eight box, boxes that they, whatever. And they, they're asking if they have all these decorations because there's specific um, pictures and stuff that correspond with um, Jewish culture that are put on these that people associate with um, divics and someone said for each divic box do they contain an entity associated with historical atrocities like the grape one having ties to the holocaust do they all have ties to the holocaust assuming they were all made about the same time um, I would say most of them that are recorded the ten that are recorded are probably all holocaust related yeah because Again, I mean, the Jewish culture. And that was pure extermination. I'm, why wouldn't you be mad? Right. And then someone asked, or someone said, look, I'm going to be real with you, chief. I'm, I'm just quoting this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Divic boxes are more than likely a hoax by the dude that sold them to Zach, J- Jason Haxton. I love hoax. I'm going to just say it. You can disagree if you want, but that dude is 100% paranormal, a paranormal grifter in my book. And then the person said, yeah, in agreement. I'm by no means an expert on, like, Divix and Jewish demons, but I do know that that isn't really how they work, at least according to the literature and oral history of it that I've read and heard. Well, you have the, you have the articles of Torah in a synagogue. That's my thing. Like. Look, I also, is this Reddit? Yeah. <laughs> I was quoting people from Reddit, guys. I don't take any of their opinions also, as anything. That's very um contradicting, I think that's the word. Is um I don't know much about the Jewish culture and Jewish demons. But, but it's that's not in not the how, book. That's not that's, how that works. That's not how that I read that in the book. What? <laughs> what book are you reading, bro? No, I'm gonna I I believe in it. Oh, for sure. I mean I think obviously things can be exaggerated and mm-hmm. Yeah. Falsified in certain ways, and the truth can be stretched a little bit. But I do think, I mean, I'm definitely a believer in the paranormal, anyways. Yeah. So. I don't understand why I I yeah. I believe. Yeah. No, for sure. And like you got like when Manus wanted to give it back, and like the Jewish, the people, the family that they were, that sold him that. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's my watch. <laughs> like, we don't want it. There's a Dybbuk in it. So that's not really a story you can make up. Right. You obviously have to know the history of Dybbuk's and yeah. all of that, whether they're Jewish or not. Yeah. And like like you were saying, when they go to service. Really, bro? <laughs> what was that? making noise? When, when they go to service and everything, they are basically informed on how to get rid of a Dybbuk if anything happens. Yeah. So it's got to be very, like... It's got to be... To them, it's very real. and so it's Relevant, like, and it's got to be something that happens a lot if you have to learn. Right. To me, it's very real as well. Like, people... Just because I'm not Jewish doesn't mean I don't believe in that. It's like demons are very much a yeah. Christian thing. But I'm not... I mean, I don't consider myself super religious, but I still believe in demons. No. And yeah. I still believe in dibics yeah. and all of that. It's def- it, I, It's got to be real. And you got three things like it's been that divic box has been sold to like three people and right. each have had an experience it's gone through so many different families yeah. and different groups of people so and then there's at least 10 accounted 
or documented dipping boxes. Yeah. That have all had given experience. To be a div- considered a dipping box, it's got to give people experience, bad experiences. It's got to make itself known that it's not just normal. That's not, you know, like a normal box. Right. It's got divics in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I believe in it. I don't For think, sure. I don't think he's a paranormal grifter or anything like that. Do I think maybe he was in it for some money or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. But like you're giving it to a famous person. They have money. Yeah, like especially if, if I know Zach Bagans had like sold a bought a chair for sixty seven thousand dollars. Yeah. I read yesterday that he bought the Kevorkian van for fifty thousand. Right. I mean he obviously has money. And I mean they all the articles and everything we've researched say that Haxton donated it. Yeah. But no one knows if there was any money given. If there was, obviously he wants money because it's. Heck, cons- I would want money. It's from considered it. the most haunted object in the world. Yeah. And you know this guy has absolute bank. Yeah, and it's been buried in a military box. Right. I like, feel like if I would have faked it, I just I don't think I would have put it in a, gone that far. No. No, because at that point, you'd be like, okay, now he's just faking it for the money. But, like, obviously, before he wasn't, he was concerned about it. Yeah. Supposedly. From his... We can only take their word. And if you're willing to take their word, then I think you can believe. If you're not, then, well. That's the problem with a lot of people is they need evidence, and they just can't take people's word for it. Yeah. It's very interesting. I love the debates with, is the paranormal real? It's like with the Warrens. People don't... I mean, people think the Warrens were a hoax. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. <laughs> they think they were a hoax. And I, I mean, I don't. No. I believe most things they've encountered and documented. Like I said before, do I think some of it's probably exaggerated or stretched? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's what keeps it interesting. <laughs> I mean, come Obviously, on. you want to keep people interested. Yeah. You want people to know who you are. That's how you bring in money, guys. At the end of the day, it all boils down to money. But do I believe it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's not something you can fake easily. I don't, yeah, I don't understand how people can just fake, especially with the Warrens. They didn't have that technology, guys. (laughs) For real, bro. Like, I mean, with Ghost Adventures, I could at least see you can edit something in. But even then, I mostly believe what he finds, too. But like... He gives Polaroid pictures. Yeah. You can't fake Polaroid. He does his own debunking and all of that. Where the Warrens, you literally had a Polaroid camera and that was it. You had a boom mic that you couldn't... Yeah, you had a, a microphone and a huge stereo you carried around. Like, you don't fake that stuff no. then. You had people sitting there like, turning volume knobs up. Like, yeah, you didn't... That stuff wasn't faked. Exaggerated... Sure, but you couldn't edit things into pictures and stuff because there was no technology like that in the 70s and 80s. No. Obviously, you can now, but I still believe. Yeah. I'm not going to be one that's going to be like, no, fake, false, fake news. (laughs) You are, that is not real. Like, no, I'm not going to be that person. I find those people annoying. (laughs) If you guys are one of those people, I'm very sorry. Then you're annoying. Please keep listening. (laughs) But I do find people that don't even give it a chance. No. Not everything needs evidence. It's true. It's very hard to put paranormal on evidence. And I'm, and I'm very much that person that 
You love evidence. I love evidence. I mean, I totally watch all the true crime shows, and it's like all the evidence, but I do believe in the paranormal. Yeah. One way or another. For sure. The Divic Box. Any final thoughts on the Divic Box? Mm-mm. I think it really speaks for itself. I found it very interesting. I think Divics are very scary. After we... After reading After the we Div- had all those light bulbs go off about the Holocaust <laughs> and Jewish culture, I think I find it to be very interesting. It's, Divic is definitely, definitely not something I want to encounter in my lifetime. No, not at all. Oh my gosh. I don't either. I, Can you stop being so popular over there? I know, it was just so cool. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I don't want to encounter a Dybbuk. I mean, I don't want to encounter a demon either, but... I'd much rather call it... No. Don't say anything. Not going to finish just that. Just don't finish that sentence. <laughs> don't even finish the thought. Just put the thought out of your mind. Dybbuk box, though, very interesting. I think it's in a good place right now with... It can stay there. Zach Bagans. I think it's safe. We've taken it out of the world, out of... The regular world and put it into a it's place, in a glass case right now place that it can stay if it ever gets out i'm leaving like annabelle annabelle definitely got out no annabelle did not get out she got out bro how did a big raggedy andal get out it's a big raggedy andal possessed by a demon <laughs> but it's blessed holy water i don't know if it stopped that demon before <laughs> obviously it has I mean, not in the Annabelle, not in the Annabelle movies, but she, she she's so scary. Gosh, she's just not. Yeah. <laughs> she's scary. Okay. Divic box. I think that's our cue to leave. <laughs> Divic box. Very interesting episode. I'm glad we decided to do this today. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, no, just keep talking, just keep talking. <laughs> Divic Box, interesting. I'm glad we decided to do this. We yeah. had a couple other ideas yeah. that will come around eventually, but we decided on this one, and I think it went well. Yeah, for sure. I was a little hesitant at first, I'm not going to lie. I know you were. But. I said it, and you're like, I need to do stuff. I need, I need to, to make sure I do some research on it. But I'm glad I did, because I think I learned a lot. She didn't believe me. Paranormal investigation done today the second paranormal investigation we've done very very exciting episode and i'm happy to say next week we will be doing a very different episode i think we're going to have our dad on the show which i'm very excited about and we're gonna be discussing our top 10 movies oh yes 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 you guys can make fun of me because mine are very different from the boys but I'm very excited for that um, episode. And then we're going to be going on like a two-week hiatus here, guys. We are yeah. traveling, and we just kind of want to take a break. And then we'll be back with a movie selection. Movie? No, TV. TV, TV selection, because we're doing movie next week. Okay, you mean TV. There, <laughs> I did mean TV. Thank you very much. <laughs> and with that, guys, we will see you next week. Happy hauntings. What's up, guys? It's your favorite dead duo, and today's rewind is not dead. Or, why are you laughing? I don't know why. Why are you laughing? I can't take you seriously. Oh, Oh, God, it stopped again. It's not me. (laughs) (laughs)
Divic box is said to be the most haunted object in the world, and its home is one of the coolest places ever. Zach Bacon's Museum. What is that noise? I don't know. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? It's your favorite dead duo, and today's rewind is not dead. Or is it? Today we are diving into another paranormal case because we are talking about the Dybbuk box. The Dybbuk box is said to be the most haunted object in the <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? It's your favorite dead duo. And today's rewind is not dead. Or is it? Today we are diving into another paranormal case because today we are talking about the Dybbuk box. The Dybbuk box is said to be the most haunted object that zap... <laughs> <laughs> Blah, 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 blah.